This week on Nerd Friday, Christy rejoins our lives while a lot of our favorite TV actors leave them. We also try to be on our best behavior because, well, Big Prism is watching. Stick around for that and lots more on this week's Nerd Friday. Hey, Christy. Oh, hello. How are you? How the hell are you? I'm good, and we welcome back to Nerd Friday. Oh, We've thank you. you. It's it's good to be back. It's, it's really good to stay I, in. I missed you too. <laughs> so, what have you been up to? What have you been doing? Uh, I've been super busy going to various concerts in Disneyland and work things. Yeah, so I went to the Disneyland All Nighter. Um, what? Yeah. So what time did you arrive? I arrived at six a.m. when the gates opened on Friday. How many people were there? Was there like a line around? Okay, so here's the thing. I left San Francisco at midnight and you drove and we drove um, did you arrive right when the gates opened we arrived at 6 a.m <laughs> um but we were staying in one of the disneyland hotels so we checked in first so we got you know it was the grand californian so you actually get like a secret entrance into the park just for um disneyland hotel guests so we lined up at that side thinking that we would wait for that gate to open at seven because we were expecting there to be such a huge crowd in the front. Apparently that line fizzled in five minutes and everybody was in and oh. it was not a big deal at all. Did you go in that line? Or so we you... ended up going around oh. to the front gate and we were in and walking around by 625. Nice. Yeah. But so, so you were there all night? We were there. So it was from 6 a.m. to 6 a.m. the next day, but we only lasted till about 345 in the morning. I know. Well, it's here's the thing. Well, maybe maybe if you hadn't driven. Maybe if I wasn't up for forty two out of forty eight hours, it would have been a lot more maybe enjoyable. You an old person. Yeah, I know. But so here's the thing: we get in to California Adventure, and we're starting to walk around. We want to go into the rides, but the rides did not open until like seven, eight, or nine o'clock in the morning. So then, what could you do in the so park we could for the eat, first hour? drink, get a churro. I definitely got, I had a churro by 8 a.m. There were a few rides that were open, um, but then at the other end of the night, rides were like breaking down because they had been running for almost 24 hours. So there was only like two rides open by 2 a.m. And they both, they all had like two hour long waits. And I'm like, screw that. I'm not going to wait for, for this. And all I'm doing right now is eating churros and sugar and soda and waiting in line. This is ridiculous. So I, you know, got What's a little a, bit cranky. and Was this the first time they'd done an all-nighter? They had another one for leap year. So I don't Was that last year? Mm -hmm. Last year? Um, over New Year's. And they said that this one was a lot more successful because they had both our, both parks open, whereas last year it was just Disneyland. So it was kind of a madhouse of people. Um, but I, I will shame parents who take their kids to one of these all-nighter events and actually keep their kids up because I'm just imagining so I, I watched the soup and on this week's soup they talked about toddlers and jars and there was a woman who just was had one of those giant pixie sticks yeah eating yes was this was happening this is like, they were just like shoving cupcakes jar. in their faces and like the kids were obviously ready to go because you know I don't know if you've how much you go to Disneyland but there's like a row of strollers sort of in Adventureland right in between the jungle ride and like the shops that are on the other side of the little street 
And in that row of strollers, there's just like parents and kids. The kids are just crying and throwing temper tantrums. Boo on you parents. Yeah. And the parents are like, oh no, we're, you know, we're not done yet. It's like 1245 in the morning. I'm like, get your kids to bed for crying out loud. If you feel like you're not going to get your money's worth by going to Disneyland, don't take the kids. Well, and who would wait till 12.45? It's late. I feel like they probably got their money. They totally did. And, I mean, there were still kids out at, like, 3 in the morning when I was leaving. So, it's just sad. They they needed it. I didn't get a nap. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But the other cool thing I did over the last few weeks was go to the Bjork show in Richmond. Oh, how was it? I I love her live. Oh, my God. So... Kind of yeah, I didn't know what to expect, but it it was held in this really old warehouse in Richmond. Um, the Crane Pavilion, right? at the Crane Pavilion. Uh and it was in the round. So oh, there awesome. were instruments kind of all the way around the stage. Uh and so you know, she comes out and it's the biophilia tour. So she's got this dress she on. Just her iPad out. <laughs> there was a guy who played the iPad. <laughs> but she was in this dress that looked like I, I thought it I, it looked like nipples at first, but then I realized later it was white blood cells. Mm. So her dress was like a cluster of white blood cells. Um, but in the middle of the stage, there were all these LCD screens that were displaying like, you know, I don't know, geometric shapes and like all these things while the music was happening. But out from the ceiling drops a fucking Tesla coil. And what? the guy with the iPad starts playing the Tesla coil as a bass. Oh, that's, that's awesome. It was amazing. And she she sang some of her, only a few of her older songs, but um, possibly, always... possibly Maybe was played with this Tesla coil as the bass, and it was it blew my yeah. mind. It was crazy. No, she's amazing. Like, her stuff is always a little bit um, avant-garde and like, yeah. very technologically yeah. driven. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. It was a really good show. Yeah, I, I debated going. I've seen her live several times and I've had some really magical moments mm-hmm. that I've decided that I... You don't want to see it again? Yeah, like, you know, it's just it's like perfect, it's perfect in my yeah. mind. I mean, what if what if she shows up drunk one day? Oh, yeah. that would be amazing. <laughs> I'm going to see it too. I'm drunk. Thank you. Thank you. So what did you do? What, um, what, what's been up in your life? Well, let's see. Uh, mostly, I, I've been playing tourist. Uh, I had a couple friends visiting from England. Enjoy old England. Uh, they had a couple kids with them, and so we took them to the Exploratorium. Oh, yeah. Getting your money's worth there. Getting my money's worth for the rest of the month. Season pass yeah. or whatever. Yeah, I guess it's your season. Yeah. Annual pass. Annual pass. Mm-hmm. Cool. It's like a season pass. It's sort of. just as cool as Disneyland. <laughs> <laughs> um... But I went, and it was cool because there were these British kids, and one of them was five years old, and it was just, it was, I really want to be like five or six years Mm -hmm. old to see them seeing things as their dad said, like, it was the first time they're seeing this, like, a microscope is cool to them, Mm -hmm. they've never seen one before, and, you know, this, like, weird optical illusion is cool to them, they've never seen it before, and they had this little kid, uh, little old Ted, he kept coming up to me. He's like, Sabrina, Sabrina, I, I, I found something awesome. It's so awesome. You have to come with me, Sabrina. It's so awesome. And then we go and we're like, oh, yeah, it was a cool thing. Oh, it's yeah. a Lego, like, zoetrope. Okay. And then, like, five minutes later, he'd run ahead. Oh, mommy, ah, Sabrina, Mommy, Daddy, ah, awesome. 
And yeah, I just oh, I was gonna grow up to be a little nerd. I just was like, how? Like, to I wish you could just sometimes I wish Bottle I could forget, forget everything. Mm-hmm. Like, if you know, you forgot everything and you showed up to Exploratorium, all that shit would be really fucking awesome. Yeah, because it's awesome now, and I've seen it a bunch of times. But yeah, anyways, it's awesome. It's awesome. Uh, and then outside of that, I really just worked and watched some nerdy television. Avenger Brothers, uh, are you, do you watch? No. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's a fun show. It has a lot, I mean, obviously it's the whole spoof on the whole Amazon quest mm-hmm. sort of thing, but it's just really fun. It's a really fun, really well-written show. Season five, because it's one hour long special, uh, five re- word review, just say, what color is your jumpsuit, or what color is your clean suit? Oh. I that up. Aaron and the corrector. Chew you up. What color is your clean suit? Um, <laughs> but you know, the really cool thing is if you've not ever seen the show, there's an actually there's actually an eight minute clip that mm-hmm. they created that is an entire recap of the first four seasons. Wow! First four seasons in eight minutes, really fun, and it was. Really I love those sort of things because I could not tell you what happened. I was like, oh, what? Yeah, and come back, and what? Anyways, we will post a link. On the blog, if you have not seen it, you should really check out the eight-minute recap and tell us what you thought about the season premiere. Oh yeah, speaking of premieres, actually, let me mention really quick: The Killing came back on Sunday. Loved it. It was so good. But also, I had a serious geek moment, well, two, when I realized that Tyrell from Battlestar is one of the prison wardens, and that Kaylee is Holder's girlfriend. What? I don't know if that she's from Firefly. No, I knew. I knew. In case you I, haven't really watched it yet, I haven't really watched it, but I knew. I knew her name. I don't really get the two together, but I don't really care anyway. Because uh, the more that holders on the screen, the um, happier I am. I, that show is interesting because it was actually canceled. Yeah, and then it got really picked up. Yeah, and um, I hope they don't do us like they did us in season one. And they and... promised that they would wrap shit up in one season. <laughs> Because season, I was really glad it was a two-hour premiere mm-hmm. also because season, the end of that second hour, if you've not so seen good. it, even if you haven't seen season one, you could probably jump right in to this, mm-hmm. or season three, or if you would not see the first series, it's a whole new case. Yeah. Um, it's intense. It's awesome. Super intense. Yeah. Really I'm really excited about that. Dial 1-900 Linden. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of uh, television, one more piece of super nerd television that we'd be very remiss to not mention. What did you think of the Red Wedding, Christy? God. You're going to make me cry. I, um, after I watched that episode, <laughs> I, the first thing I did was text you. Yeah. And, uh, I will probably, I'll post my text <laughs> to the blog. <laughs> but it was just like, OMFGO, what the, what the, what the, what the, what the, what the, No! Yeah, that's my five words or less review is just this. No! That was about right. <laughs> the so, no heard around the world. Exactly. And um, if you are, it's funny, I have two people that I work with that are not Game of Thrones fans, readers, What's wrong with them? never seen an episode in their life. Both of them 
watched this episode because they were like, why the hell is my face oh my exploding? God. What does it mean? You can't do I don't that. I understand. They, did. they watched that. it. They watched it. I was like, you can't do that. They just had, they just had to they, Did they not understand? They, prob- they probably didn't No, understand. of course not. They don't know I the struggles. Probably, yeah. They don't know the struggles the Starks they have been know, through. They don't know if they're good guys or bad no. guys. They wouldn't know. Yeah. Did you catch the uh, reaction compilation on YouTube? Yeah, and then did you see on Conan, George R. R. Martin was a guest, and they actually chose the, the compilation to him, and he just was like, wow, he's, <laughs> he's taking it all in stride. because you know why your nerd friends were so sad 13 years I, ago? I looked at Twitter right after the episode aired, and it was just blowing up with, like, George R. R. Martin hate. <laughs> Fuck you, George R. R. Martin. You ruined my life. And for those of you that don't know what we're talking about, I hate to bring spoilers to the show. It's been long enough. But uh, it was kind of spoiled all over the internet, like yeah. day one. So you should have watched it by episode, now. So you should stop. Go watch the episode and come on back after you've gone. No. Uh, yeah, Starks, man. Um, did you see like there? So yeah, they there was a big tragic uh, ending that most television shows would not do would not. to beloved characters. Yeah. I read a few interviews um, when uh, George R. R. Martin was like, this was the hardest thing I've ever had to write, but it had to be written. And I also heard that maybe this book was supposed to be the last one, which is why he ended it like this. But then he ended up just continuing on and kept writing. Good thing going. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Someone tell me if that's true at Nerd Friday Show on Twitter. Yeah, I'd be curious to know. Um. Yeah, corrector Chris the corrector is that correct (laughs) (laughs) and I have to say the other thing that that I love in Game of Thrones I what's it Arya and what's it the dog oh yeah the hound the hound there we go it's like this is the dog but god I love their relationship I really do I really love their interaction oh did you um speaking of Arya I'm totally blaming you on the actress that plays her did you see her vine no Oh, I we will tweet this later. As soon as, as soon as we're done recording, we will tweet this. We're gonna tweet that, or or we can tweet it right now. <laughs> I'm just gonna look it up while, while you're but, talking about um, it. It's uh, what's oh, look up her, look up her name also. Yep. I forget the the gal who plays Arya, but she's got this vine and she's just like, uh, it's her as her normal self, and she's just like, my mom's dead. It was dead. It was dead. Oh no! It's just amazing. It's so good. Oh my god. It's um it's pretty pretty amazing. And then there were so many different memes and different things going on. I love the the clip the 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 little JPEG of all of the Stark family with the Taylor Swift. We are never ever ever. Oh ever my getting god back together. terrible. Oh so great. So um, great. Are you a fan of Gay of Thrones? You know, I've seen one episode, it's fun. It's fun. I don't know why I'm not watching it. It's one of my favorite uh recaps of all time. But it's basically a gay hairdresser that recaps the show every week. Um, and it's brilliant. Except I feel like the Red Wedding episode recap was not as great as the other ones. So I was a little bit disappointed. Mm, he was so sad. He was sad. Here's the vine right here. I'm going to tweet it out. Tweet out that vine. Whoa. If only we were really live. If we were really live, this would be awesome. <laughs> but that means you can check out um, our Twitter at Nerd Friday Show. Yeah. Check out this vine. Um, yeah, it was really, I don't know. I just think 
I'm, 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 I was really interested in the fact that it was like the penultimate episode before the season ends, you know, and that yeah. I'm like, what's going to happen in the season finale? Like, how are we going to get things going? Will we finally get some like war dragon action happening? Oh, it's, it seems like this uh, this season has been leading up to that. I do love me some dragons. I do love me some dragons. Uh, one of the things I was talking uh, about to a couple friends is that, so I don't read the books. I know you read the books, so you already knew what was coming. Well, the only reason why, so I read the first book, but the only reason why I knew it was coming was because at WonderCon during the first season, the director and the producer were talking about, you know, someone asked them, like, how far do you want to go with this? Do you want to go, you know, all the way through to six seasons with the six books? And they said, really, our ultimate goal is to get to one final scene. And if we can get to this scene, and we'll just call it the Red Wedding, and the whole fucking place, like, exploded. And I was like, oh, my God, what is Red Wedding? And I Googled it. And so I've been... like spoilers as we I've had the spoiler for three seasons, and I'm finally, like... Even, like, knowing that it was going to happen and then realizing that this was it, like, it wasn't going to be the fi- the season finale, this was the episode, I got really nervous and my heart started pounding. I was like, oh, shit, this is it. <laughs> I mean, I knew it was, I knew something was coming because I was like, oh, shit, that music just changed. I know. We Apparently. Got some rains of Castamere going on. Yep. Um, but, yeah, the, uh, the, so, but what I was saying is that I, I don't read the books and you know, because I mean, obviously a, a show at some point, unless reader like viewership just keeps growing and growing, HBO is not going to run this out for ten years, twelve no, years. They you can't. know, yeah, they just can't. It's a really expensive show. You know, the books haven't even finished their series, and so I know that like at some point the show is going to end, most likely before the books do, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to have to start reading the books. Yeah, and I'm not going to know who anybody's goddamn name is. That's I'm the hard part. There's so many names, and they're so hard to pronounce. Like, it, I don't even know. I'm how... like, oh, that's the blonde lady. Yeah, that's the red. Like, oh, okay, I got it. Mm-hmm. But I'm not gonna know their names. Maybe it'll make it easier. Maybe, maybe I can get like, maybe they'll have photo annotated versions. Game of Thrones for dummies. <laughs> exactly. I'll have to get like, I'll have to get the Kindle version and maybe yeah. link out Put the notes. To, like a Wikipedia pop up video version oh, with the books. Great. That's the yeah. only way I'm gonna be able to finish. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, so anyway, Game of Thrones, amazing. Check out the Arya Stark, who, Maisie Williams mm-hmm. is her name. Yep. Good old Maisie Williams. It's super cute. Also, uh, you should check out if you guys have, uh, well, obviously you have HBO Go if you're on HBO, but check out the uh, the commentary on that episode. It's pretty interesting. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Check them out. Yeah. I have to say the one thing I love about HBO Go is that here on the West Coast, we can get the they East can watch Coast it Times. Yeah. So I saw all that stuff before my friends mm-hmm. did. Suckers. So my Facebook did not blow up until many hours later. <laughs> but I also didn't have anybody to talk about. Right. I was like, oh, Christy knows. <laughs> have, you, have you watched it? I was like, what do you mean you're not done watching? Anyways, we've been talking about that a while. Let's move on. on. One other thing you did, Christy, mm-hmm. I believe you also went and got yourself into the Monsters universe. Oh, yeah. Gained admission, if you will. I um, did see Monsters University, and while I can't say anything about it, except that, I mean, this has been said already, that it reminds me of um, Revenge of the Nerds, which is awesome. I know. But you must see it on June 21st. Awesome. I cannot yeah. wait. 
yeah. great. That's Reviews pretty, to come soon. That's pretty jelly. So let's see. This week in news, um, as we mentioned in the intro, their prism was a big deal, and we'll talk about that later. I just wanted to mention it since not much. Hey, we forgot. <laughs> Didn't forget. Um, top of mind, if you will. Top of mind. Um, so yeah, the other big news that came out this week. There's a lot of gaming news this week. Yeah, well, everybody's getting ready for E3. That's true. Next week, so they're kind of like leaking stuff out so mm -hmm. they can ride the early press. But yeah, on, on that, Xbox released their whole like licensing news for Xbox One. Mm -hmm. And as everybody's pointed out, why is it called One? It's not the first one. <laughs> it's not going to be the last one. Are they like, it's a reboot? <clears throat> Microsoft. I don't know, Microsoft. What are you doing? But according to the new licensing, you will, because there's been a lot of unclear information about whether you'll have to be connected to the internet, whether or not you can lend discs or stuff. And so according to Microsoft's uh, the Xbox website, um, in the licensing information, you will now have to connect once every 24 hours to the internet in order to play games off, like, offline. So mm -hmm. if you are playing games, you know, and you, like, want to go camping and bring your TV and games or whatever. <laughs> Although I do know families that plug them into, like, the weird, the, like, video camera, like, their video, not video camera, but the video monitor consoles in their minivans. Oh, right. You know, you can only do that for 24 hours, so no long Xbox road trip. One. Why? One. I don't know, it's just what they're saying, so it's all connected to your account. I think it has a lot to do with um, how they're tracking how, what games are being played and how they can be played. Because uh, in addition to that, the lending of discs, like let's say I have a disc um, uh, and I want to, well A, I can't sell it, right? But I could give it to a friend. It, you, we will have to have been Xbox friends for 30 days and it can only be given once. So I buy this game. I'm like, I'm done with it. I want to get rid of it. I don't want it anymore. Christy wants to play it. Great. Luckily, Christy and I have been friends for 30 days, so I can give it to you, but now Christy's stuck with it. But now I can't give it away. She cannot give it away, which is a lot like what Kindle does, what Amazon, Amazon does with their Kindle books. Mm -hmm. A lot of books, you're allowed to loan them once, and that's it. But Kindle books also cost a lot less than hardback books. Right. Well, and, actually, and that's they not also true. Cost... Actually, that's not true, because sometimes... They definitely cost less than video games. But they cost a lot less than <laughs> video games. Um, books just really quickly drive me crazy. This is why I turned to using the library for all my ebooks. I couldn't justify. I kept looking at it was like nine ninety nine for the Kindle book or like fifteen ninety nine for the Kindle mm -hmm. book, and then the freaking heart like freaking paperback would be three ninety nine. And I was like, why? Something I oh, it's like reverse. Yeah, like I can like tangibly oh hold this thing, and it's gonna cost me like five dollars. But if I want the virtual version, it's going to be 15 Remember when Kindle books used to be so cheap because no one had a Kindle, and now they're more expensive because everybody has one? I'm not getting my Kindle books from the library. Dang. Do you need a library card for that? You do. You get a library card. It's awesome. Wow. You don't have to go into the library. It's all done oh, online. That's good. That's amazing. That's a good idea. Tip. Yeah, tip. They're, the San Francisco Public Library, as well as lots of other public libraries, have really great uh, libraries. I'm going to tweet that tip. Tweet that tip. Oh, look at this. This is just tweeting away today. Tweeting away. <laughs> Anyways, so you won't be able to necessarily sell your books um, or trade them in. And so I also want to. I wonder 
is this like sorry Gamefly? Oh yeah. You know, like uh Gamefly What's gonna happen to all those concepts? companies? Like Nickelendus. I mean obviously PS four and as far as I know, PS4 is still going to be regular discs like normal. Mm-hmm. But um, there is there's a thing where you could maybe trade in at participating real retailers, but there's not a lot of information on what that means and who the participating retailers are. Um, but if you do buy a game, you can get the digital version the same day. So that means why would you ever actually buy? I mean, I guess maybe you find a good deal. So you just download it. Yeah, you just download it. I mean, PS3 has this now. I'm pretty sure Xbox probably has this now too, but now to get the disc, you can actually get the digital version. So as long as you're logged in, you don't have to have the disc. So if you go, if I go over to your house to play Xbox One, I log into my account and play all my games. I don't know. I think there's. I think it's going to be interesting to see how the market uh, takes this. I get it, and I I understand the whole digital download thing, like. That would be very convenient if I could log into my account from here, let's say, and then access all of my digital games. But if I buy a disc, I want to do whatever the fuck I want with that disc. I bought right. it. Right? Right, me also. Yeah. And I don't want to have to connect to the internet. Sale. Yeah, what if what about the people who don't have access to the fast you know, like a fast internet connection? I guess. I'm just saying it's like don't tell me how to play my games like i'm dropping like 400 dollars on this stupid console don't tell me how to use it well maybe you should just get a ps4 <laughs> anyways xbox one i'm sure we'll hear more about it at e3 which is next, next week, week yeah, yeah next week so if you're if you're going to e3 let us know what you're looking forward to tweet at us at next friday show um all right going from weird xbox cloudy news to unhappy Writing was a little bit on the wall, though, um, but maybe not quite so drastic as the Zynga. Oh. Was, like, really a bummer. Did anyone not see this coming, though? I mean, I was really, su- well, I was surprised to hear about it. Mm-hmm. So if you're not aware, Zynga reduced their staff by about 18%, which is 520 people. That's crazy. Around 520 people. Um, they're like closing out down offices in LA and Dallas and New York, and it is there. I think one of the reasons they wanted to do so was obviously Facebook games are not as popular as they used to be, mm-hmm. and they want to focus more on mobile. And they're saying that they're bringing more stuff to mobile, and it's a big clean sweep pivot kind of thing. And I get it, and I think it's totally necessary for them to survive as a company because Facebook is also not as, in my opinion, as popular no. as it used to be let alone Facebook game. Right. Um, and so they're switching to mobile, which I'm surprised they didn't do earlier. Yeah, that's I like mean, a, they definitely had some stuff earlier. It's but like a decision they should have made two years ago. Yes. If they were yes. paying attention. Yeah, I'm really surprised. <laughs> really surprised that they did not try earlier. I mean, people put out games really quickly. They've got some really talented people. Interestingly, though, one of the things they actually shut down was OMG Pop makers of draw something and yes while draw something is not nearly as popular now as it was like a year ago right. these they bought this company for 200 million dollars that's insane and now they're just like closed doors and according to some tweets i saw about people who work there they found out like via news release really or like via an email and like they were like oh i saw a tweet that omg pop's closing or i saw a tweet that, like you know it's such a bummer way yeah to find out 
And in addition to that, and this is kind of normal, but it always has to suck. They're being laid off and let go, but if they want their severance package, they have to. And this is not just OMG Pop, but like I think a lot of the Zynga stuff in general. They have to train their replacements or like whoever's taking over their project or like that poor person that's now got like two projects on their plate. But, you know, they're getting, some of these people are getting a pretty decent severance package. I hope all of them are. Um, if you know anything or know anybody or you work at Zynga or worked at Zynga, um, give us the scoop at Nerd for the Show. But yeah, pretty. That's a bummer. That's a bummer. And um, those 520 people, if they live in San Francisco, they're going to find that job fast. Unless that package is really good. platinum. And then that's the case, you better train your replacement or you ain't <laughs> yeah. affording your rent. <laughs> Um, yeah, so farewell, farewell to some of those things. Goodbye. Um, it was fun while it lasted. Yeah, another, another person we're saying goodbye to, which a lot of people might not know by name, but David Hayter, uh, he was the original voice of Stink mm-hmm. from Metal Gear Solid. Mm-hmm. And a while ago, he, he had tweeted and blogged about how the fact that he's been told his services will not be needed for... You know, Metal Gear Solid Five, which is coming out, you know, I don't forget when, like next year. It was just kind of they're just they're going to be announcing a lot more mm-hmm. about it next week. Yeah, next week. <coughs> um, and today at the pre E three release, they actually said why David Hayter is no longer needed, and that is because Kiefer Sutherland, good old Jack Bauer, who is the boy is going to be the voice of Snake, taking over. He's doing a lot of the. Um, the, what's the the visual the motion capture the motion capture yeah they've mm-hmm. got there's like a clip where he's got like all these the little dots, dots on his stuff. face and and he's been talking about how interesting that's been and how cool of an experience that was but I don't know man like it, it is really cool and uh, the clip said like one of the reasons they did that was they really wanted to do more with the motion capture where it's kind of funny the clip was like well as in before it'd be like you know like hey are you okay? Like, Cassius, are you okay? Or whatever the names are. Whereas now they could just be like, you know, like, instead of being like, Stephanie, are you okay? It's just, Stephanie! And you'll know from the action on his face that he's, like, concerned and wondered. Mm -hmm. Whereas before, you'd have to really rely on the voice acting, which is where David Hayter came in. Wow. But, um, um, he doesn't seem too bitter about it. He's always got this great tweet. He's probably got a nice retirement package too or something. I, I would hope he gets Severance. royalties oh, oh yeah that's the only thing like I mean maybe not for metal the first the, one back mm-hmm. in the late 80s but uh I mean late 90s amazing from the 80s <laughs> from the late 90s but um I would hope he'd get still get since I'm then. sure you, I yeah. mean he's so, got you right yeah so his tweet was oh well can't fault that real Kiefer great actor good man game will probably still be excellent like New Coke. That's so random. Oh, because New Coke sucks. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> I was so game is totally excellent. Um, I feel like I was trying to do Snake, and I think it came out more Keanu Reeves. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it totally was. I didn't mean to. I had a really good Snake earlier. I'm wearing these headphones. I have to lower it. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, well. Here we go. Can't fault that real keeper. Great actor, good man. Like new coke. <laughs> so anyway, so it, tell us what you think of my horrible uh, snake impression. Snake! Snake! Um, and what you think, and if you're looking forward to the new Metal Gear Solid. Tweet at us at Nerd Friday Show. 
you know, what's another person we're saying farewell to. Yep. And on that note, another person. It's like a sad farewell. Week. Tears. All it's these like, people are saying goodbye to. It's so hard to say goodbye. To the doctor. Ugh. Did you hear Matt Smith? Matt. Uh, it's been, it's been a f- confirmed. He Maddie. is leaving Doctor Who. This is going to be the worst Christmas worst ever. Christmas ever. There will be no Christmas miracle this year. <laughs> Everyone's been like, oh my god, David Tennant is coming back for the Christmas episode. It's going to be great. And then we're like, oh, but we have to say goodbye to Yeah. And then I know this I know this will not happen. This will never happen. But how amazing would it be if David Tennant came back as the, as the doctor? doctor? That would be that's That's the I'm, sound of Sabrina's mind being blown. You guys can't see but my face <laughs> can't even parse thoughts. No, it'd be amazing if uh, David Tennant came back as the twelfth doctor. I don't think it's realistic or reasonable or or anything, I think a cameo from the like alternate timey whiny, timey whiny stuff. Fine, but uh, I have to say, I watched a few episodes of the first season, but I, I wasn't really into it. We've yeah. talked about this We've before. About this. You yeah, jump. I need to, to jump ahead. I need to time travel. Yeah, time to the travel. Future. Um, but yeah. So, and also the season finale was the other week, and if you haven't seen it, it has a nice little twist at the end. Uh, pretty cool. Overall, the whole season wasn't that excited about it, so I uh, have to admit, it's no Amy Rory season, so maybe it's time. Maybe it's time for a new doctor, but now the internet is wanting to know, like, who who are the new doctors? I'm, I'm tweeting, so you guys better <laughs> reply on Twitter. <laughs> you better reply to us, or Christy will continue to type through the entire episode. I will be tweeting, not live, but, <laughs> but live to tape. Um... So yeah, who do you want to see as the new doc? Uh, I retweeted um, Frankie Ferguson the other day. Was like Rupert Grint. What? I think he would be a fun, like good old Ron Weasley. He'd be a fun doctor. Oh my god. He'd be a fun doctor. I, I don't think it'll happen either, but he would be a fun doctor. There's so much speculation. There's so many different people in the running, but uh, who do you think would be a hmm. great doctor? Actually, the more I think about it. Rupert Grant would be kind of fun. He would, be fun. He would bring a totally like a goof, new huge like a audience new, yes. to the show too. Yeah. I mean, not that it's not already huge. Yeah, especially in the but, UK. Yeah. <laughs> but There's you know, talk, somebody's like, I'd love to see Daniel Radcliffe. I'm like, no, no. If anybody from Potter would have to be, you know. Yeah, he's goofy. He's goofy. Yeah. It'd also be cool. There was talk of some people were like, Will Wheaton as the new doctor. An American? Ooh. That'd be interesting. Whoa. And some other, th- I saw this other thing that was like, Helen Mirren. I'd be all over that shit. Whoa. I don't think she'll do it either, but that would be rad. Yeah. I would love to see a lady doctor. That would be cool. A lady doctor or a non-white man doctor. Just a non-white oh, man yeah. doctor. Like any. Any. Or Rupert Grant. That'd be cool, too. <laughs> Even though he's white. <laughs> he's, a, he's a ginger. <laughs> he's a ginger. He's <laughs> a ginger. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Matt Smith. So how many up, how many seasons was he in? Two? Three? Four? Three? I don't know. They all blend it's been together. A while. All three. At least mm-hmm. three. Okay. Probably four. Oops. I should know, but why well, remember that stuff when I just Google it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Alright. Speaking, Speaking of, of Google. Google. Whoa! <laughs> nice. We did not plan that segment. Uh go on. Well, you guys have heard about Google Glass. 
Um, I would like to start a series called, well, it's probably already taken, but um, Glass Holes. I Where? saw wearing one. Google and he Glass. just turned and he stared at me for a while. And I was like, like, don't look at me, man. Is he looking me up? Is he like ace recognitioning Don't me look right at me. Now? Even though they say they want people to. Liars. Yeah. Liars. Um, they don't share our information with uh-huh. the government. Which we'll talk about later. Yeah. Um, so Google pulled its, pulled its first app uh, out of, um, well, I don't know what I'm trying to say. Basically, there was a porn app submitted for a Google Glass, and, and it was pulled. Through the submission process. How the hell it did that? Because I have no idea. the rules and regulations changed Oh, later. yeah. By the way, uh, we don't do porn on Google. It had a great name, didn't it? Uh, tits and Glass. <laughs> so good. And then that picture was like a very vintage-looking. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Kind of Google a, Glass on. And then the in the logo, it was like, it looked like glasses, but it was look like also oh, boobs. <laughs> Very clever. Classy. Classy. Uh, but yeah, I guess, you know, Google Glass could make for a porn revolution, if you will, if it's allowed. <laughs> first person. Oh first person God. shooters will oh never be the, mean the same also, thing. Like, would, you, like, would there be some dude watching it? Yes. Oh, like in a meeting and shit. <laughs> oh, I don't know about that, but oh, I, I was that. just thinking like, yeah. yeah. First person. Muni? Ugh. <laughs> There's um, already some crazy shit that goes on at Muni. Oh I don't want to yeah, know. People like a, are yeah. watching porn. Yeah. Um, they're probably already watching porn yeah. on their phones. What are they talking about? Let's be honest. Right. So that's why uh, you should not take public transportation. You should drive. Also, oh I don't I don't know if Google Glass is going to survive. I, I have There's so many I, creepy I elements about it. I want a pair mostly oh i just want to play with a pair yeah i just want to play with a pair for like a week mm-hmm. like not just like because oh, that's probably all you'll wear it anyways exactly and then you'll throw it in a drawer and be like oh, yeah remember that thing yeah it's in glass <laughs> i saw a guy at disneyland wearing google glass and i was like how did that dude get one but you're just wandering around looking at everything like you're probably i don't know it's amazing so many privacy issues yeah, very odd, very odd stuff. Especially if Google's tapped into the yeah. feed there. If you're listening, Google, we need nothing but respect. <laughs> respect. Um, anyways, moving along, there is, uh, did you hear about Mini Drive? Uh, I didn't hear about this until earlier, but it sounds really cool. It is a social media powered car. Mm-hmm. And it is a bunch of students. It is a, it's a Carmen Ghia, a little mm-hmm. two-seater. Yeah. And 17 students and their eight chaperones are driving this thing across the country. Are they or... taking turns? Or is it like I... a clown car? <laughs> I really am like imagining them all like in a reverse pyramid coming out of the roof of the Carmen Ghia. Because uh, Carmen Ghia is so teeny tiny. Uh, but yeah, I guess it's not driving all the way across the country. It's going from Kansas City, Missouri to Washington, D.C. Over a thousand miles. That's pretty far. And it's a bunch of high school kids. Um, and it's called Mini Drive. It was a non-profit program that like teaches like at-risk kids math and science those kind of programs i always really like but they are actually uh the car has been rebuilt with arduinos that are monitored that are monitoring social media activity mm-hmm. so when certain activity happens it triggers the vehicle's motor based on the number of tweets or whatever so with they kind of see how far they can get based on just social media right so if nobody tweets about it then they're not going to get very far. Stuck in Kansas City. And this is happening right now, right? Yeah. So if we 
what's the what's the let me click on this and see basically like it, it's measured in wattage so a tweet equals five watts a facebook like equals one watt and then any shares retweets or mentions on twitter is three watts which i think is pretty cool um driven 717 i guess was the twitter handle oh it's already finished so i won't tweet at them but uh yeah i think it's it they made it it's cool cool concept and good for these kids for for figuring it out yeah no i think it's really rad you guys should come on out to san francisco i want to take a drive in your social media powered car yeah teenagers man they're awesome yeah especially when they pack things like vine and rickroll the entire internet no gonna give you up. Never gonna let you down. Never gonna turn And then when he pulled it down, he was so sad. He, he felt bad for her. Or at least the one, the one developer at Twitter that I guess he got into. Yeah, I want to know who that guy was. Some guy that had uh, some sort of security breach. Yeah, didn't finish his app. No. Big old donut hole in the middle of it. So the 16-year-old could put a three-minute video yes, on if vine you're not familiar with vine vines are limited to six seconds um, but yeah this kid hacked it three minutes and if you are familiar with vine follow us at nerd friday show Show. let us know what are your best vines what, what makes a good vine i want to know oh yeah what does make a good vine um i don't know but i can tell you what makes a good pinterest photo oh yeah there was like it's like wired had this article it was like science says it was a Paula Dean photo recipe. It was like it had bright colors. It had no faces, no people. No people, people. in your Pinterest photos. Not gonna happen. Not gonna. Not gonna get your clicks. Yeah. But it was. They're calling it the perfect, the perfect Pinterest picture. And it's interesting that it's from Paula Dean and not from some like, I don't know. I. It's interesting that they that this is the most perfect. It's just a. It's a bowl of food. Tomato onion salad. It's a very cutesy bowl. It is kind of cute. Cutesy, cutesy, as Paula Dean would say. I should say so cutesy. It's so cutesy, honey. It's got lots of color in it. It doesn't have a lot of action, not a lot of things. It's very easy to look at. It is pretty easy to look. It's got a doily. Yeah. A crocheted doily. It's been repinned three hundred seven thousand times. That's that's pretty amazing. That's crazy. Considering it is a cucumber salad. Yeah, so the I guess the criteria for a perfect Pinterest picture, no human faces, little background, multiple colors, and lots of red. Yeah, because it stands out more than oh. blue. Red is uh, better than blue, which I do. Moderate know. light and color and yeah, portrait so style. Huh. Yeah. So I Who guess that's, I'll have to start taking those into consideration when we do our cocktail mini drinks. Yeah. Uh, because Because uh, we are also on Pinterest. We are also on Pinterest. And um, when we do our cocktail drinks, uh, I don't think I'm going to be able to, to break this stuff down, but apparently alcohol may be getting nutrition labels. What? Yeah. This is bad news. <laughs> I was Ignorance that. is bliss, y'all. Yeah, y'all. You don't want to know. You don't really want to know how much is in there. Nope. But yeah, so I was like reading a quote from some bartender was like, the last thing I need during like a huge rush is some girl being like, what vodka has the least calories mm-hmm. that you have? Can you give me a diet vodka? Can I get, like, does the, does the whipped cream vodka more than the cake flavor <laughs> vodka? How about the red velvet? What cake? about Kahlua? 
Yeah, so uh, alcohol may make get nutrition labels, which I thought was interesting. And if it does, we we will probably not break out yeah. that information. We're gonna ignore it. We're gonna ignore it. Um, and speaking of cocktails, we just come to that time in the show where it's time for the cocktail minute. Cocktail minute. Use my shaker now. Mm-hmm. Uh, although I didn't use a shaker for this. So. Uh, I, I don't Tiny, know. Tiny, wind me that back. <laughs> so. So this week, uh, we're calling the drink is called Prism. Mm-hmm. Prism, not Prism, not Prison, not Prison, but Prism. Prism, and it is a three-sided clear cocktail. Yes, break it down for us. Sure. So um, it's got really dual names. It's a Prism, which is you know a prism that's a smooth surface, generally a triangle, um, clear that break bends light as you if you will. Uh, but it's also the name of the new NSA. Um, well, not new. It's been around for a while. The program. The program that we just learned about. That we just learned about. Uh, that's uh, reading, all of reading all of your things. Uh, so we made this cocktail in honor or uh, yeah, reference to that. <laughs> in uh, honor. In honor. Because it's really awesome. <laughs> um, so we have citrus vodka peach schnapps and club soda or if you're feeling fancy some crystal geyser orange mineral water um mm. the recipe will be on the blog and so it is a three like a, tri- it's a three part three part drink so drink. it's got three sides like a prism yep and it's also clear like yeah a prism swizzle it around with some sort of rainbow swizzle stick and you got yourself, you got yourself a you got yourself sweet a drink sweet drink yeah um, and you don't have to hide the fact that you love this clear, effervescent, three-sided drink. Just like the government, we already know. We already know. So, yeah, that's the cocktail minute. And that brings us to our main feature, which is all about uh, Big Brother and the, and the whole prism. Well, so. Yeah. This is uh what what is it? Why do I get, why do I care? What is prism? Why do I care about prisms? Besides a light bending tri-sided <laughs> At the Exploratorium, there's a really cool table with all these prisms that say basketball. But this is not the same. It's prism. awesome! It's awesome! It's awesome! Christy, it's awesome! It's awesome! But prism from the government? Not, not so awesome. Not an awesome. Yeah. So from what I can understand from from the articles that came out. Uh, today or yesterday, as you're listening tomorrow, uh, is that certain internet firms have been collecting data from its users, including emails. Well, the internet firms have not necessarily been, co- well, I guess they've been passing it on. Passing the on information. Okay, so the government is collecting them. The internet firms have been passing it on to them for collection. Uh, and this in- would include something like Google, Apple, Microsoft, Facebook, Facebook, Yahoo, um, Skype is another one. Yeah, but they're they're Microsoft. Major, major, major um, companies that major. we all deal with every day. Uh, and this would include things like emails, slideshow presentations, voice. Is it voicemails? Mail uh, messages? Yeah, although, you know, it started off with the Verizon leak. Like, somebody leaked that Verizon had been passing on, or the government NSA had been collecting all the information from Verizon right. phones. And it, supposedly on that side, it was just phone numbers, who you're calling, when you're calling, but not the actual phone content. Mm-hmm. 
but with the emails, because it's uh, it's email, chats, videos, photos, stored data, your voice over IP, your file transfers, your video conferencing, your online social networking details, um, and it's yeah, and it, there's like a, a slideshow that came out, and it's like top secret. You know, it's like what will you collect? It's like, you know. What will you receive in collection, surveillance, and stored comms? Varies by provider in general, all of those things. Um, but what I was trying to get at is that, um, oh, where, where is it? Sorry. I've got my links around. I was looking up Arya Stark. Oh, I'm so prepared. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. So, a somebody who, the person that gave the documents describing prison to the Washington Post, oh, which right. is where you can see. Mm -hmm. Um, the secret top secret slideshows is that according to this person they say that they can quote quite literally can watch your ideas form as you type my god and this is a career intelligence officer so they're like you know, and like he they, gave up these documents because he was you know re not rebuffed but just upset about the the lengths that the government is going to get your information or mm -hmm. to monitor no your connections yeah, and so I mean, he's a career intelligence offer, mm -hmm. officer, and I and I don't know why I'm also saying he because he is she, but it, this person is a career intelligence officer. Um, and you know, it's interesting. All these companies, like Apple, has Apple, Google, and Facebook have come out and said that they've outright, you know, outwardly denied any involvement. Apple said they've never even heard of it, actually, right? Yeah. Which is interesting. It is really interesting, but. Um, this has been going on since I think 2008. 2007. 2007. Yeah, yeah. 2007. Six years or so. Uh, I don't know, Christy. How does this make you feel? Well, I I know that it's like uh, unclear about the specifics of who and how the information is being shared. So, like, my information may not be, you know, sent over to this Prism program, but. Still, at the same time, it's it's really tough because I feel like after 9-11, the government kind of did whatever they needed to do to, I don't know, I mean, fight international crime, but, and I mean, they I'm want, like, you know, yeah, exactly. They want us to be safe, but at the funny, same time. On television, I want this. I'm like, of course Jack Bauer is going to do this. Of course they're going to do this on the wire, but like in real life, in real life I'm like, mm, I feel weird about it now. Yeah, which is why I'm like, at, at the same time, I feel kind of dirty about it. But also, I don't have really anything to be afraid of, I guess, because I don't do anything wrong. Yeah, it's a, uh, it's really, it's an, it's a slippery slope. Also. Yeah, it is. You know, I think if we are become okay with this, then like. What else are we okay with? Yeah, like, they'll just know everything. We're like, we might as well just, like, log into the government and be like, okay. You might as well like, put a chip in my arm and just... Yeah, one of those electric, mm -hmm. you know, those electronic tattoos from... Yeah. From last week. <laughs> you missed it, Christy. I missed it. I brought electronic tattoos and uh, authentication vitamins. Yeah. And, yeah, so why not, why don't I just take a vitamin and I can just track everything? Track this my thoughts. This reminds me a lot of um, Please don't do Enemy of the State which was a movie from 98. A Will Smith Will movie. Will Smith movie. Uh, pause real quickly. Yeah. Um, 
I've heard some terrible things about After Earth. That's Me too. all I have to say. Yeah. Uh, this may be the first Will Smith movie that is not a huge blockbuster. Yeah. Uh, unlike Enemy of the State, unpaused. Which was awesome. Uh, so it's sort of like side, you know, running in parallel that the government has, well, the NSA, actually, the description of this movie is that a lawyer becomes a target by a corrupt politician and his NSA goons when he accidentally receives key evidence to a serious politically motivated crime. And throughout this whole movie, Will Smith's character is being tracked just by, like, traffic cams and geolocation services and satellites and all this shit. And I'm like, we knew about, I mean, this has been conceptualized for so long well, I mean, it's like yeah, it's been conspiracy theory for yeah. years and years um but it's interesting because like in the uk they already have traffic cams everywhere like mm-hmm. in london well, i don't know about everywhere but like london has a huge or like if they're following like a car chase they can easily yeah. like go from camp to camp and i was reading like statistically like an overall view i don't know how true this is but like experts say mm-hmm. um in europe the concern is not so much about governments having all your information, but it's about corporations having your information. Mm. And you think about it, we're, we're upset about the government having this information, but at the same time, like Facebook has all this information. Yeah. I've been looking for luggage. I happened to do like some Google search and now every goddamn, like it wants me to be, wants me to like the Nordstrom page because it's promoting me luggage. It wants me to like the Bloomingdale's page to promote luggage. I'm like, they already know I'm clearly going on a trip or something. Mm-hmm. And so why am I okay with corporations knowing this information? Plus it's like... I guess corporations can't throw me in jail, but... That's true. But people sort of overshare so much lately, and it almost seems like privacy is a secondary thought to most people who are, you know, tweeting about everything and posting on Facebook about every little detail of their lives. So, you know... Maybe personally, it's okay if you overshare, but if someone else gets that information that you, I mean, that you don't want them to, like the government, it's like, at what point can we only really blame ourselves? It's it's almost the same thing, right? I had a daily blog for a very long time, Um, for years now, probably like four years or five, maybe six years, for at least four years. I've had a daily blog for four years, stopped for four years, and then I had it for four years before. So mm-hmm. I've had a daily blog. I can Google right now exactly what I was doing 10 years ago today. Mm-hmm. But when somebody I don't know tells me what I did that day, mm-hmm. I get really weirded out and mm-hmm. really creeped out. I'm like, why would you know that? Right. I'm like, well, I'm, I want to put it on the internet. Yeah. So of course exactly. anybody can know it. But it's, it's weird. I think, it's, I think people don't necessarily think about when they're giving out information about themselves, like, about what happens yeah. when it comes back. Right. Um, Foursquare so. had a big problem with that when they, I feel like when it first launched, it's, people were checking in places and their house houses got robbed. Right. And it's because it's like, oh, you're not home. they're broadcasting that they weren't home. And there's plenty of ways to find out where that person lives because of all the information they're posting on the internet. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, we're giving away so much information at what point, you know, it's only fair if we give it out. I don't, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but. It's like, yeah, I'm giving it out, but I don't want the government to use yeah. it. And then I think it also comes down to what are they monitoring? What are they looking for? Right. Like, where does this, like, you know, we were joking last week also about, like, precogs. Mm-hmm. You know, like, they they know, Facebook knows I'm going on a trip. Mm-hmm. I keep getting all these ads about it. Google keeps telling yeah. me all these things. Um, so, 
like at what point like the government's like oh she's going on a trip she's going on a country like, she's doing this like, she's going on a country well, who's she going to see where's yeah, she going where's she going like should i raise the flag on this mm-hmm. and yeah so what what is happening i don't know yeah. it's interesting to think about what they're using information for but at the same time there will be a huge backlash if in that information that they have could prevent something right like if there is another 9-11 type event that happens if you say like oh but you had you why didn't you like mm-hmm. you had all this information like why couldn't you why couldn't you use this information yeah but maybe do you think it's because they're being secretive about it yeah probably because they didn't want anybody to know that they were i mean obviously they didn't want anybody to know i heard i read this one story where there was only two people in congress that knew that this was happening really? and they were sworn to secrecy oh my gosh wow yeah that i didn't know i would have assumed nobody in congress knew. i don't know why i would have assumed it in like but I mean, at the same time, like, there's got to be a bunch of people just collecting this data and, like, sifting through this data. Right. Are these all really high-paid analysts? Like, I can't imagine, like, there's a lot of fucking people in America. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, how many analysts does it like, take you? <laughs> how many people know this stuff? Algorithms? Like, is it stored, like, no. you know? Have you ever seen that show, Person of Interest? No. Oh. <laughs> he has this, like, supercomputer. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, uh, it, like, tells him now, like, it's, like, become a precog. It's, like, this is going to happen. You should go save this person oh over God. here. But, yeah, but it's because he built something for the NSA to go through, oh. collect all the data. Look at that. But then the computer parses through all the data. It's right. all taking for keywords. What if this prison program now gets hacked? What happens then? Now that people know about it, you can... I'm, you can bet that Anonymous is going to go after them or something, right? <laughs> totally. Totally. I'm surprised Anonymous doesn't already have all of my information. Yeah. We love you, Anonymous. <laughs> we do. We do. You already know where I You're live. for the people. Matter. For the people. For the people. Um, yeah, it's interesting. It's just, uh, you know, and I was reading that, like, like 15% of the, um, the stuff that, like, of the, the daily like meetings with Obama, like the security meetings, like a lot of the information comes from this program. Wow. Uh, so did the president know about this or not? I got the feeling that he didn't, but from the things that I read. Oh, really? I don't know. I just feel like there's no way he couldn't, but, you know, maybe, I don't know. It could be like, you know, Area 54 and Independence Day. It's like only a few people knew about it. <laughs> Maybe, maybe that's the case. Maybe there's an underground bunker somewhere where they're keeping all of our information. And well, aliens. And aliens. All of our, and, and the, like, is it raiders? The yeah, the Cylon raiders. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyways. Uh, I don't know. It's pretty, it's... It's kind of scary. It's kind of scary to think, but what what else I want to know is that, like, where where is this leading us to in the future? Like, you know, there there are other Big Brother things, like, in addition to corporations, like, one of the things I loved from, you know, like, the sci-fi, like, different Minority Report, I think it was also in the Minority Report, where, like, he just walked by, and it scared mm-hmm. his eye, yep. and then, like, the All ad ads came up. Like, you know, and, like, so I, I've, I've registered with 23andMe. Mm-hmm. My DNA is also out there, and that was, it took a few like it took a little while to think about and decide whether or not I wanted to do that and then I was like I lose DNA all over, yeah all over the place <laughs> left my tr- like a drink Skin, out of this hair. cup I leave it in the trash at work yeah. like somebody wanted my DNA like like I fully believe getting somebody's DNA is not that difficult right when you put it that way it's true 
Right. So if I get framed for something, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so, you know, my data is on 23andMe and it's really fascinating. But then part of me is like, what is, what is, is that data being used mm-hmm. anywhere? Like, you know, what, what is going to happen with that data? Like, are, are we going to get certain things targeted as an Asian American? I'm like, oh, I'm at higher risk. Or even in like the DNA, it's like you're at higher risk for this, you've low mm-hmm. risk for this. Like, am I going to get ads for this? Am I going to get right? Well, because 23andMe is run by Sergey Brin's wife, right? Or she's a part of it. I believe so. I so. believe that is true. I don't know what that what that could possibly mean, but just saying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just, I, I don't, I just find it really fascinating. And on the other hand, part of me is like, bring it. That's rad. Like if I don't have to go through shit, I don't care about yeah. I'm going to like just, well, this stuff to me. Will like, this allevi- alleviate the airport security lines? Cause you already know everything there is yeah, to know about like, me. I'm good. I'm a good guy. I got my electronic tattoos. Here, I gotta, so good. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but then like, what if it malfunctions and the computer's wrong? What and there's what a if, glitch in the matrix. What if? Yeah. What if someone frames me on the net? Oh, my God. Oh, Sandy. Sandy. Good old Sandy. Um, well, what I really want to know is some of the things you don't want to know, pe- know that you Google. <laughs> I don't oh, even know man. if I said that right. All right. All right. Let's Five see. things you don't want anyone to know that you Google. Oh, yeah. No. Come on. Let's do this together. Okay. All, All right. right. Number one. What I'm going to say. Tits and glass. <laughs> I don't want. I don't want you to know that. Don't don't, that. don't pretend like like none of you have googled it already mm-hmm. or have not googled it. Those are filthy. Um, something that I don't want anybody to know that I've googled is what is a Rick roll? <laughs> it's a great sushi roll at this joint. It's a never gonna get you. I, I, will, I will say that that's not a joke. I actually did <laughs> Google that at some point in my life. What is a Rick Roll? Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. Well, then there's another one. Here we go. <laughs> I would never want anybody to know that I've ever Googled Zach Galifianakis sex tape. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be amazing. Oh, why oh. would you do that? It was for work. <laughs> Honest. Shake my fist. <laughs> Pop culture. Pop culture. Um, well, I guess this would be really, some might consider this stupid, but at the time it seems smart. Is Google running any conspiracy theories? No. <laughs> Wouldn't that be awesome if you put that in and like the only thing that popped up on the screen was No. <laughs> Google it. You You've come to the end of the Google. No. 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 <laughs> and then the final thing that we would not want anyone to know we've Googled Keeper Sutherland Snake. <laughs> snake. You guys get it, right? Get it. Keeper Sutherland Snake. Get it? That's a dirty joke. Well, you and your tits and glasses. <laughs> All right, kids. All right. Well, let us know what you think about the future and the scary NSA technology prisms. The prisms. Prisms to send you to prisons. Yep. Um, prisms for prisons. So, your homework. We're getting serious this week because this is a heavy topic. Yeah. 
Your homework is to write a five-page report on what you think of PRISM and, and the of NSA. And that in the columns. None yeah. of that margins. No, no, no. No double spacing. No double spacing. <laughs> five-page report. Five-page report on what you think of PRISM and the NSA. You can send your homework to nerdfridayshow at gmail.com. All right. We're not kidding. I'm kidding. Better and it's it. due by next Thursday, yeah. by the yeah. way. Due next Thursday. Get it in. Thursday, 8 p.m. Pacific time. Yep. Right. Oh, an extra credit if you got time. Watch Dune. All right, that's all the time we have. Thanks for staying in with Nerd Friday. See you next week.